Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. It is Thursday, May the 20th. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And what a strange day. I'm not used to saying this is Thursday, but uh, but it is, in fact, Thursday. I did not get to hop on the show yesterday. I apologize for that. Uh, I'm sure Chris enjoyed a day off from having to do this. Oh, I was ready. <laughs> I, I got slammed with a bunch of stuff that I was not anticipating. So I had all my stuff set up. But I wasn't in the office where my stuff was set up, so that that did not go over well for me. But uh, but either way, hopefully everybody has had a good week thus far. We've only got one more day to go. Chris, how about you? I know you've been running all day. Yeah, running all day, man. Just trying to get settled in and get ready to roll for this. And does it feel busier this time of year than than usual? Does it feel what now? I'm sorry. Does it feel busier this time of year than usual? In my world, it is. I mean, this is this is you know from now until hopefully things keep going well from now until Thanksgiving we'll we'll run like crazy that's it I I think for me it's the fact that everybody has kind of been at home everybody finally is like okay we need to get back out there we need to do something right so you know I'm I'm a little shocked at how much is happening all at one time and it it has kind of thrown me off my game a little bit I've been so used to like a routine and now I'm now I'm back out of the routine there is no routine anymore Got to gotta be able to deal with chaos on the regular. Yeah. So so we will continue on with that, but Winning Cures Everything will uh, will do its thing regardless of chaos or not. Uh, the show times might be a little bit different here and there, but for the most part, you're going to get our stuff. You can always find it, by the way, over at winningcureseverything.com. Anything that we put out will be right over there. Any show that we're on, et cetera, will be right over there. You can find it. The website, everywhere you need to follow us, subscribe, et cetera, is going to be right there. So go ahead and knock that out. You can also find our college football show every week on YouTube. SBR Picks, just search it out there. Very easy to find. You can also go over to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF, and it will pop up right there on the page, along with some other great articles and whatnot. All your college football gambling needs can be taken care of right there. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Speaking of college football, let's go ahead and start off today's show with that. We have got early lines for some games, man. Uh, some of these sports books have have come out with them, and I got to get your opinion on some of these. I, I, I know that, and I know it's a little crazy, but all right, yeah. First off, go ahead. This Clemson Georgia game. God Almighty! Did, okay. Did you expect Clemson minus four to open? It's it's dropped down to three. I don't know that I could care less, Gary. I don't know. You don't okay. So tell me, it's three and a half months away. Were there any of these There's games nothing that that's shocked going to happen three and a half months from now that I need a line on? <laughs> nothing. The Brown Yeti jumps in. He said, "Sup, fellas, I'm back." By the way, if anybody else wants to jump into the comments, you are more than welcome to. Whatever platform you are on, it will populate right there in the bottom left hand corner of your screen. That is the chat box. Uh, some of these were. What do you think the line should be? I I thought Georgia might be favored in that spot. There's Honestly. zero chance George is going to be favored in that spot, Gary. These are lines. It's not what's actually going to happen. It's what do people think is going to happen. Oh, no, no. Agreed. I, that's what I was curious about. Was so you the think Vegas the national side. public believes in Georgia over Clemson from what they've seen over the last four well, years this of is, both of those teams? But this isn't the public. This is a Vegas power rating. No, right? no, like no, but no, it's not. No, it's, that's not what a line is, Gary. That's not what a line is. 
A line is not a power rating. Okay. Okay. A line is a hundred percent better perception. Public, yeah, public perception. Okay. Okay. That's that's not a Vegas power rating. That's not how those work. That's a, okay. That's a that's a valid point. Uh, they got Notre Dame minus three against Cincinnati. I thought that was interesting. They got Wisconsin favored over Notre Dame. Um, you know, by three and a half as of you know whatever time. Um, Ohio State by nine over Oregon. Texas as only a four point favorite at Arkansas. Kind of thought that was interesting. And then Washington. A one-point favorite at Michigan. Uh, some of these I, I thought were were very interesting, just just on its surface. Uh, what did you think about LSU? Now this one has has kind of ballooned up a little bit, but LSU opened up a two and a half point favorite at UCLA. You kind of yeah. you feel well, all right about LSU this year? No, I, no, I have no, I have no idea. I just watched them go five and five. I don't, I don't have a clue how they're going to be. I watched, I watched them get trounced by Mississippi State and Missouri. Okay, and then I watched them beat. Florida. So I don't have a, I don't so have any no idea yeah. what LSU is going to look like this year. I'm excited to see it. I'm ready for it, but to give an opinion on it today, I, not it's zero opinions. Zero opinions. Okay. Three months early. That sounds like a bad idea. That sounds like a good way to lose a lot of money and, oh, and do something stupid. Well, there's a, so they have. I mean, obviously they've got limits on these, right? I mean, and it's tiny. They don't let you bet a ton on these opening lines. Uh, Mitchell Chagas jumps in. What's up, Gary and Chris? Akbar, what's up? He said, my guys, uh, we, we got some guys in. It is nice to see everybody jumping in. Um, yeah, there's, you know, obviously these lines are kind of, I'm not going to say kooky, but, I mean, it is May. Like, we, we don't even have preview magazines out at this point. But we do have times that are coming out. And this is, you know, the first round of them. Hang on, didn't you? Wait a minute. Wasn't it just last week you were making kind of a big deal about the NFL having like a whole day where they release a schedule? And now like every day a time of a game is coming out. (laughs) And people are like, oh, this game is going to be on this date at this time. Like we've had the schedule for a while. Oh, yeah. For college football. And now we're just getting times and people are freaking out about it. You don't think that's dumb? You don't think it's dumber? I think it's, yeah, I think it's kind of dumb. I, but I don't know that the NFL thing is dumb. I thought it was incredibly no, smart I don't think by the them. NFL, listen, if you want to pick a day and release the schedule and release the times, but college football is never going to do that because they've got so many games that are going to change the time based on, you know, who get, picks the game up and all that stuff. I understand that. I'm not saying they should commit to it. But now stuff this far in advance getting like pushed out doesn't make any sense to me. It I just, it just it, doesn't. It this feels like somebody trying to jump on uh getting getting people excited about numbers, right? And and don't get me wrong, I'm excited about the numbers, but I also know like I am not rushing to bet any of these. Like this is not anything that I'm well, yeah, but I do like the away. idea of like Florida uh being like a, a what, 15-point underdog to Alabama at home in week three? Like, that's absurd to me. But, you know, okay. But it gets people talking about, whoa, was Alabama really, you know, two touchdowns better than Florida? Like, they had all these guys last year, and Florida still hung within six points. So, it's, you know, it kind of gets things going. Like, Alabama's a 24-point favorite at LSU this is right ju- now. This is just clickbait. This is all this is, is getting somebody. We need something to talk about. There are things to talk about out there that's not this. Oh, agreed. Agreed. So, and we're going to hit I on just, I, I think this is insanity. A, uh, but, uh, by the way, Brad Powers, uh, big-time college football handicapping guy, uh, he said the theoretical hold on college football futures at FanDuel right now is 63.27%. He said... Uh, don't ask me if there's value on any of these teams. Like, this is ridiculous. The the hold percentage, because we've talked about that. Like, betting these futures is kind of nuts. Like, it, it, yeah. it's it's insane. And, and not just the, the future, like, on a game. It's the futures of, hey, if you are betting a future in May, that isn't going to pay out until, <clears throat> excuse me, January. 63%? Like that's that's how much they can make on your money before they ever have to pay it out or don't pay it out or whatever. Like, it's it's a smart business if you can get people to do it. But either way, uh, Brown Yeti said, "Gary, you get Chris to go crazy every time you bring up preseason rankings and stuff like that." Yeah, no, it's a hundred percent true. 
It's, it's, it's just we're three months away, man. You're talking about a line on a game, and we don't we we think we have an assumption of who these kids are going to be three months from now, but we don't know. Oh, we don't even know who's actually going to be on the team after fall camp. I know that. Yeah, that's that's why the idea of a number coming out right now is just clickbait. It's just it's just fodder for for guys who have nothing better to do. You might be, maybe not even might be. You are you are one hundred percent right on that. One hundred percent right. All right, uh, we'll move off of that and let's dive into the NBA. Another topic that we don't talk a lot about, but you know, there's some big stuff going on right now. The play-in games have uh, have commenced, I guess you could say, and the first ones already have been completed on, what was it, uh, t- t- Tuesday night? We had the Pacers and the Hornets. Pacers end up winning that one, 144 to 117, and the Celtics advanced to be the seven seed. Uh, they won 118 to 100 over the Wizards, so now we've got the Pacers and the Wizards coming up this evening, and tomorrow night, the Grizzlies beat the Spurs, and the Lakers beat the Warriors, and now we have the Grizzlies and the Wizards. Sorry, the Grizzlies and the Warriors, all these yeah. W's, uh, on Friday night, which I'm pretty excited about. Like, I, Did you watch any of these games? I watched a lot of the, the Memphis Spurs game. That's, I, I watched the majority of that one. And could I was not in stay and out up for the, the Celtics Lakers. game. I, I couldn't stay up for Lakers-Warriors. No, so. I didn't even try. As soon as, as, soon as the Celtics... Uh, the, the, so I'm I'm watching playoff hockey right now. Okay. Yeah. As soon as the Bruins Capitals game went into double overtime and it ended, I went to bed. I couldn't do any more. Well, I mean that was yeah double overtime. Tell me, hey, no. by the way, let's uh let's hop off this NBA thing right quick. Tell me what's going on in hockey. I have no idea. Every time I look at the group chat, everybody's talking about like Avalanche against whoever and whatever. And it's, I we're in playoff hockey, Gary. That's right. what's going on. But I and it's and, and it's amazing. If you don't watch hockey all year long, that's fine. If you jumped in right now, you're gonna love it. Okay, that's, a, you're that's just what I'm saying. Love it. Give me sell me on what's happening because I have no idea where to even start right now. Well, just just turn on the TV. Just look on the schedule. Any, see when it's on any game, and, and it's on NBC Sports. And just go there, and there's going to be a game, and it's going to be incredible. the 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 Florida series has been everything anybody could want. Now Tampa's up two games to nothing, but every game has been incredible. The Bruin, uh, the Bruins Capitals game, they've played three times. They've gone into four overtimes. Okay, That's nuts. Like. Every game is going into overtime. They're all close. They're all co- like as razor thin margin, heavily contested. You get no blowouts. It's just been amazing. The Avalanche might be one of the best teams I've ever seen. It, you know, it, a- it's, ever seen like it, like that good man, in a while. In a while, they're they're wow. really good. They're really good. Like playoff hockey, you. I know hockey doesn't rate. I know eighty percent of the people are just saying, "I'm out on this podcast. I'm turning off and going something else." But I'm telling you, if you gave it a shot, but you got to watch it. I can't sit here and explain it to you. I can't tell. Just turn it on. So turn this off is the crap it, you're watching. This is and, the difference. And turn it on, right? This is the difference. Like when I was watching these NBA games the other night, there was no, there was no feel. Like it, I feel like because in the past I have you know when the Predators had been good and whatnot, I I would watch uh, playoff hockey. Predators and you and I like two, talked about, two, it. Uh, yeah, two nothing, yeah, two nothing. But but they're still that those games are fun. They're good. Well, that, so that's the thing, right? And I I haven't had time this week. Obviously, like I haven't put out a show. I've, I've just it's been a mess. This but week when has these been crazy. Games are on Gary. You're sitting at home watching something. When are the games on? They're not. What do you mean when they get on? Six about? o'clock, seven o'clock at night, eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock That's, at night. They no, go that through is, midnight because the West Coast games don't start until nine thirty. That's no. This is uh, the boy goes down about nine nine thirty, and that's when I finally have time to like try and recap and get more work done. Like it's, it's been, you can't recap anything. You need you, at seven o'clock. You need to be turning them on, and you just have them on in the background. But yeah. if you have them on the background, you're going to miss eighty percent of it. Yeah, because I'm just, I'm just telling you, it. It, it because of. My wife's schedule as of this week, uh, not as of this week, but this week so far, uh, she has been busy. I have been myself and the toddler. So I have not watched TV hardly at all. So that's, I, I, I don't know. know how to I can't sell you yeah. something if you don't have the money for it. Yeah, no, no, okay. no that's, that's fair. Like I, can't, that's fair. I can't put you in a Bentley if you make 50000 a year. All right. I, there's nothing I can do with that. That's okay. Okay. Either way. What I'm saying is, I feel like when I would watch playoff hockey before, not not this past you know 2020 year, but 
2019, 18, 17, whatever, when I would turn it on because I would only turn it on during the playoffs, there was a feel about those games. It felt like yes, every game was important. There. And the playoff NBA stuff is, is the it is the best playoff sport there is. It really truly is. That's even going back and and watching, you know, the the Lakers and Warriors the other night. Uh the Grizzlies and the Spurs. Nothing about that felt like playoffs. No, like it's nothing not close. It's not, and I love the Grizzlies. I love them so much. It's not close. It's just not the same. It's not the same game. It's not the same sport. Every score doesn't matter. Um, every every trip back into down the court doesn't matter. It just the one thing hockey gives you that everybody else doesn't give you is they don't give a damn about the stars. They just don't. If you're the better team, if you're skating better, if you're playing better that night, you're 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 gonna win. Okay. They're not giving stars extra points they're not giving them extra calls they don't do that it just doesn't happen in hockey i can get it down really with it. truly is a, a great team sport i can uh i can get with it so i'm gonna try and watch a little bit this weekend uh or maybe even tomorrow night but yeah obviously so. we shall see uh brown yeti jumped in he said someone tell me when the knicks got good uh knicks have been pretty good all year have you paid yeah they yeah, yeah they've been good they've like, been good all year so I have not watched them, but I do know. I haven't like, watched them, but I kept up with it. Yeah. When when you're when you're scrolling through box scores like you used to do in the newspaper, uh, which is what I do with ESPN.com all the time, uh, you know they they got a bunch of nobodies and they got Derrick Rose and obviously being Memphis guys, we love Derrick Rose and he has been awesome, man. Uh, yeah. Joseph Gomez said last week, <laughs> and, and then Jose jumped in. He said the Knicks and the Hawks game is going to be very interesting. Uh, he said it's going to be a great game. I'm. I'm pumped about it. I mean, it probably will be. It probably will be. I I, I think like I could get into games. I don't know that Memphis has a chance against the Warriors, but I've liked the playing games. Yeah, I, I think they've been okay. I just there's a different feel. Like I feel like they, it, this doesn't feel like the playoffs, and I, it, maybe it's because there's another game. But like it, that was a winner go home for the Grizzlies. And well, let's say yeah, it's only another game for one team. Yeah, but. And now this is, you know, maybe this will feel different with the Grizzlies on Friday night, maybe. But I, I have no idea. Well, I mean, it'll only feel different if it's close. I mean, if it's a blowout, it won't, it won't feel like anything. It'll just be over. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. But even like, did you watch very much of the playoffs last year? Uh, yeah. Like in the bubble. Yeah. So I only watched a little bit of it. And even that didn't have the same like. Well, it didn't have the same feel because there weren't fans there. It's impossible to manufacture it. You just can't. I think you just yeah, can't. I think that's it. I think it has to be fans. Like that's the biggest yes. issue. So and Memphis had a ton of people there last night. Yeah, they did. I don't know. I don't know the amount of capacity, but there were a lot of people there last night, and it was really well done, and they showed up really well. I think it. I think it was like half full. Yeah. So or, or that maybe like eight thousand, eighty five hundred, and an eighteen thousand seat, whatever. So it was. It sounded good. It looked yeah, good. No, it looked good on TV. It sounded good. I think that, I thought they did a really good job. I thought so as well. All right, let's uh, let's dive off of that. Let's move into the NFL, where uh, where our bread is buttered, and you know we got to bring him up. You know, Tebow, the Jags, the deal is signed. He is all good. They went ahead and put his jersey up for sale, and and it was a what was it zero at first? Like well, they, before so right he had a now number. It's, uh, so Sam says our boy from West Lot says that's just a placeholder because I was like, wait a minute. They have because the picture that they've tweeted out from Jaguars Twitter is is a is a Tebow jersey with the number zero on it. And I was like, whoa, that was that's shocking and weird and different. And and he says that's a placeholder. He's gonna wear 85 until they cut the mustache. And that's that's a hundred percent what like pro football talk is saying. Um it says he'll likely end up with number 15 once the team moves on from quarterback Gardner Minshew the second. Um now, it said, as we understand, this is an effort launched by Fanatics, not the Jaguars. However, you go to Jaguars.com and click on shop, like, that's that's it. Like, and I understand it goes to Fanatics, but, like, they work together. Uh, they understand, like, Tebow is going to sell jerseys. Like, that's going to be, you know, a, a thing, whether he makes the team or not, right? Like, right. jump on it right now while you can, whatever. He's he's actually working out with the team today. Like, they're practicing today. Yeah, he's there. Um, and you know he he came out like he I guess put out a statement or took questions or whatever and said like, "Yo, it's a challenge. I'm up for the challenge. I know like I haven't played tight end in an organized setting like this or whatever, but like I'm up to the challenge in, in an organized setting. What what time in his life has he ever played tight end? 
when he was a freshman in high school. Like literally, that's, that's hey, that was his hey, position. Was that an organized setting? I, I guess just, so. Did Tebow just lie to us? That's I don't think so. I, I I'm putting words in his mouth, but that's for the most part. That's what he was saying. Is like I understand I'm not a tight end, or I haven't been a tight end, but I can be a tight end. I believe I can do this, etc. Um, you know, I'm I'm stoked about it. I don't understand. Like we'll kind of use this to jump into uh, another topic, but you know, it, you and I haven't had a lot of chances to discuss this yet. I talked about it on on my Sunday night show. I I don't see the issue here. Like there are so many people that are irritated about he's taking somebody's spot and whatever. Like no, he he just signed on. Like this doesn't mean he's making the fifty three man roster. Like I don't think he's taking a spot from anybody. And he might take a spot from somebody. He might but if he's good enough. Their team's prerogative to do that. Like I understand that the immediate comparison is is. Tebow got a shot and Kaepernick didn't. There's a, like, it's impossible. We want to compare two things and say they're alike. They're not alike. No, one wants to play, to do one with doesn't. Race. It's nothing to do with anything else. Colin Kaepernick has never been willing to take a contract like this. Okay. If he was willing to take a, and I'm assuming this is a very low contract. It, it's a okay? veteran's minimum. I mean, it's yeah. like 500,000. If he was willing to take a veteran minimum kind of deal, I think there were 15 to 20 teams that would have signed him. Oh, 100%. Maybe more than that. Okay? Yeah. Because these teams want to win. They really don't care about politics. They really don't. They just want to do whatever's best for their team. But they know he hadn't played in a long time, and there's no workout that they're ever going to trust until they get him in their facility, running their drills with their coaches, and they can see what he can really do. But he's never been willing to do that. So you can't make the comparison that Tebow got a chance and Colin didn't. Tebow only got a chance from one guy, and that's Urban. That's because he has a relationship with Urban. He knows Urban. And and I'm just here to tell you, there's nobody else in the league is going to do this. And all 31 other rosters are hoping that he makes the 53-man roster. And honestly, nobody thinks he's going to be good. I'll tell you this. I I don't think that Tim Tebow comes back to play for anybody else. Well, it doesn't matter. He wouldn't have been offered if he tried to or wanted to, Gary. Agreed. Yeah, that, but that's. I think we're we're saying the same thing, I mean, just it's coming at it from different directions. Is, 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 yeah. Oh, well, he wouldn't want it to play for anybody else. Yeah, because he's not going to embarrass himself for anyone else. Uh, Andrew jumps in. I don't think there's an issue unless Tebow makes the final 53 over people who are obviously more talented just because of his relationship with Urban. Even at but that even point. if he makes the 53, I don't think that matters. If Urban wants to build his team, he has the right to build his team however he sees fit. Right, and if if he chooses to sign guys that are uh, less and talented every football players. person that's a Titans fan in Nashville right now or in the Memphis area is hoping that he makes that 53-man roster. Yes. They're all hoping yes. for it. Yes, uh, Jose said Jags are not going to play him at tight end. He's playing number two for quarter, or playing for number two quarterback. I don't know about that. Hey, Brad's Crazy Life jumped in and said, wearing the same damn shirt, headed Olive Branch. I don't know if he's talking to you or me, but that's cool either way. <laughs> either way. Well, I hope it's my shirt because if he's wearing your shirt, I don't want to see him in Olive Branch. <laughs> we don't need any more of that in Olive Branch. Hey, Brown Yeti said the, t- uh, the Titans need to pick up the Mississippi mustache if they cut him. One Florida oh. team's trash is Tennessee's team. Uh, or is it Tennessee listen, team's trash? I want it. I want it so badly for, for Bill to sign him. I really want him so bad so, for Bill. He has not been cut, right? No, he hasn't been cut. He's still on the team. So... If you are the Jags, like it's not like Gardner Minshew has has said, "I'm holding out if I'm not the starter or no, anything like Gardner's that." Gardner's going to show up and play. Yes. Gardner's going to show up to, to to compete. What? Why on earth would they cut him? Why would I they move off? I, of listen, him? I don't understand a lot of how Urban is building this team. So, hey, Brad said. Uh, he said it's yellow. He said to hell with Bama War Eagle. That, that's so. my boy, Brad. Listen, I don't know. I don't know what part of Olive Branch you're going to be in, but uh, but we'll find a drink sometime. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I, just, I'm, just for that. I'm so curious about this though I don't, because listen, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm going to tell you this: that I think there are five teams in the NFL right now that would take Gardner and would probably trade for him. Now, I mean, they're, they're going to be trading a fifth or sixth round pick, but you get something over the cutting the guy. Yeah, but I, I I just don't understand why. Like, I don't know who else is on the roster. Like, Glennon isn't on the roster anymore, right? No, no. Glennon's off the roster now. So, I, I think he's going to be there. He's not leaving. I don't think they're cutting him. Um, Tebow's, Tebow can't can't play second string to a rookie. Uh, you can't see, bring a rookie in because you don't know what you're going to get with yeah. a rookie. 
CJ Beathard is the third string, and then Jake oh, Luton. Now CJ is there. The CJ is a professional quarterback that started probably more games than Gardner has, if not if not more close to the same. So, yeah, prob- probably close to the same. Um, Nobody's giving you anything for CJ Beathard. I, I actually think you could get a, a, a fifth round pick out of out of somebody like Denver if if the, you really needed a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, you might be right about that. I just it doesn't make sense to me. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence coming off of uh, shoulder surgery, like everything looks like he's gonna be perfectly fine by the season. Like no issue with that. But I I don't know why they would move off of him just because they I understand they got they got their guy. But if anything were to happen to that guy, which we yeah. have seen multiple you times, can't, you can't you can't have Tebow come in behind him. Yes. But if you've got CJ, you're fine. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, maybe maybe so. I, I think I would like my chances more with Gardner. But they won't they won't finish this roster up with CJ and and Gardner. I mean they got they got Jake Luton as the uh, the fourth guy. You remember the kid out of uh, Oregon State? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's did they he's, draft him? Yeah, they drafted him. He's uh he's in his second or third year. Huh. I, look, I I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna bet Luton was on the practice squad last year. Maybe he wasn't. Shit. No, he uh he started the last three. Well, no, oh, he, yeah, started he started three started games last, last year. I know he started the last game. Um, let's see against Pittsburgh, Green Bay, uh, Green Bay, yeah, and because yeah, he almost beat the Steelers. Yep. So. Well, eh, they lost that one 27 to 3. He almost beat Green Bay and almost oh, beat he almost re- beat Green Bay. Yeah. That, that was it. That was it. It was a playoff team that they almost yep. beat. Show sure enough. So, yeah. yeah, they uh I don't know. It's, hmm. I'm I'm curious. I'm I'm All curious. those guys aren't finishing the roster. I do think you could talk a team into giving you a 6-round pick for Gardner. Yeah, and that way you get something. So you get something out of him. Because this is why would you hang on to Gardner? Gardner's your your like emergency blanket. But this is one of those situations that the Colts had all those years ago with with Peyton Manning, and they used to always talk about why they never invested in a backup quarterback. And and I don't know if it was a GM or one of the assistant coaches or somebody, somebody in the organization said, if Peyton goes down, we're fucked, and we don't <laughs> practice fucked. So we just we just work under the assumption that – if he goes down, the season's over with, and there's no use in preparing for what happens if he goes down because there's nothing that can save that. Yeah, yeah. You're, if uh, Trevor goes down, you just tank again, and then you just build up assets for, for the year on the past end, and if you can get something for one of these backup guys, get something for him. There you go. Uh, Tebow, this, uh, this is what he ended up saying, by the way. Uh, I want to thank the Jaguars for the opportunity to compete and earn the chance to be a part of this team. I know it will be a challenge, but it is a challenge I embrace. I'm dedicated to taking the direction of our coaching staff and learning from my teammates. I have not played tight end before, but I appreciate everyone's support as I embark on this new journey. So, But yeah. he did play Congratulations. tight end. Like he played tight end as a freshman in high school, So, I, yeah. you know, so before he moved over to quarterback. He's a um, liar. There you go. I don't know. Maybe so. I'm just kidding. Uh, That's just a shot. I was just a joke. I'm not. I'm not a Tebow hater. He, he I might be saying. I don't understand in the NFL. why he needs to make that statement. I don't understand why he's a, a guy who's never played tight end, who's probably going to be like the third or fourth tight end on this on the roster. Why? Why is that guy making statements? Well, because it's Tebow. But that's the problem. Is why this is. If he didn't make these statements and if he didn't do these things, then then he wouldn't catch the hell that he catches sometimes. Why? Uh, do you? Tell me this: Do you think that this is actually good for somebody like Trevor Lawrence, like a, a little bit of the uh, spotlight taken off of him? Uh, oh, like, well, okay, all right, yeah, that could be it. Because because if Tebow wasn't there, all of these insane people would be wanting comments from Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and I mean he's and now he, he should gets be to a, stay quiet. Yeah. He gets to stay, you know, silent until he's ready. He talks when he wants to talk. He's never going to be demanded to talk. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's a, yeah, there's some, there's something to that. I could, uh, I could get down with it. I could get down with it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouthwatering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, we're going to use that to transition. You know, we talked a little bit about uh, meritocracy, and if he's uh, if he's the best player, then he'll make it, et cetera, et cetera. We talked about this last week or two weeks ago, whenever we talked. What, what was it, Monday show, I guess? It was Monday. Um, God, that feels like forever ago. The Bills have hired four women to be on their staff. They've got two that are going to be full-time, and they have two that will be interns. Um, Sophia Lewin, which it sounds a whole lot like Sophia Loren, you know, but uh, but she is going to work as an offensive assistant for the Bills, while Andrea Gosper is going to serve as a player personnel coordinator on a full-time basis. Uh, along with that, um, let's see, they've also hired Michelle Geeter and Nikki Donoff as a scouting and an operations intern, respectively. All four of these women participated in the Women's Careers in Football Forum with the NFL they have ties to the general manager for the Bills, Brandon Bean. Um, he said, uh, he talked about uh, Gosper. Um, he said, she's a grinder. I don't know anybody that's put in more hours in this building than her in the last two years. She loves it, and you can see it. I love this because it is a different way of going out and finding football people. Football people is not one shape, size, color, race, any, any of that. Like, somebody that's good at their job, you go out and you hire the best people. Yep. And I love seeing stuff like this because, like, the Bills were the first ones to do it, by the way. First full-time female coach in NFL history was Catherine Smith. They hired her in 2016. And they're continuing to do this because they are, this is a meritocracy. They have found a market inefficiency. They can go get the best people that are undervalued for no other reason than maybe that they don't have the connections or... They're women or whatever. I love seeing this. Yeah, I don't know that it's a it's a they're undervalued, as in you just don't know. The, they don't know how to get these jobs, and the people out there don't know that they're available, and so they don't even know how to compare them to the people that are currently doing those jobs or or the people interviewing for the jobs. So so uh, you know I, I think there could be a lot of that. I think there are teams where. They would like to hire these people. They just didn't know they existed. And the Bills have spent time, money, and resources into finding out that these women exist and and getting them in place. Um, and, and I think that's a good thing. I think, like I said, it's it's just it's what it, it just always works when you're you're just searching out a pool of applicants that nobody else is searching out for. Yeah, yeah. It, being able to establish these kind of relationships. Uh, through something like uh, what they were saying, the NFL's Women's Careers in Football Forum, which is actually headed up by Sam Rappaport, who is the uh, NFL Director of Football Development. And, you know, it, she's one of these. So, Sophia uh, Lewin previously worked for the Bills as a training camp assistant, was most recently a quality control coach at Princeton after coaching receivers at Hudson Catholic High School in New Jersey. She worked as a student assistant at Monmouth, until she graduated in 2019. So she is young, young. But, I mean, if, if you have the, if you notice something about somebody and you realize, oh, this is going to be a good asset, go ahead and jump on it. Like, I, I think it's genius. I, I think what they're doing is super smart. And, uh, and you know, obviously, I'm a big fan of it. So I, uh, I, I like to see stuff like this because I feel like it proves uh, a lot about the NFL. Like, you and I have talked about this. The NFL is a meritocracy. The best will always rise to the top. Uh, if your talent exceeds your problems, you're always going to have a job. Like, all these kind of things, right? So, you know, uh, seeing stuff like this pop up, I'm always going to talk about it. Like, every time it pops up. So, uh, we'll close out today's show with some college uh, sports news. We'll say, we'll say college sports. Not college football necessarily, but either way. The SEC announced yesterday afternoon, on Wednesday afternoon, that they are going to give an extra $23 million to each school 
on, on top of the media rights deals that they already get, right? Because they went through and the average SEC school, due to the pandemic, lost $40 million in revenue last year. So everybody gets a $23 million bump on top of what they already did. And basically what Greg Sankey, the commissioner, is doing is taking money from future earnings that they're going to get with their ESPN. He's borrowing against the next contract. Exactly. And I found that interesting because they were already they're already allotted $54 million before the next contract even begins, right? So $54 million plus this $23 million, the Pac-12 came out and announced that thanks to the NCAA tournament and their media rights deals and et cetera, et cetera, every school is getting $38 million, which is already less than the $54 million. And if you toss that 23 on top of that, that is $77 million. And the Pac-12 is getting $38 million. Yeah, but they don't have a contract to steal from yet. Right, right, that's right. That's in front of them. That's, that's so what I'm if saying. They, if they sign some monster deal in the next six months, then they can they can do the exact same thing, and they can just borrow against that money coming in, and 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 it'd be the exact same. This is they're not getting twenty three million dollars that they're that they were never going to get. Oh, agreed. They're just going to get twenty three million dollars less in the next in the, deal in the future over the next get, however many just years. Getting it today as opposed to getting it over the next five years. Yes, yes. Um, by the way, have you have you seen the guy that's been going at me on Twitter? No. So our college football show came out yesterday on on SBR, and there is an Oklahoma fan that is uh, grilling us over the fact that we said it is a possibility that Oklahoma could leave for the Pac-12. I don't think that is that far of a, a like, I don't, why, I don't think that's that crazy. Why would you as an Oklahoma fan be upset about that? So he thinks that the Big Ten or Big 12 is a significantly better league than the Pac-12. And as oh, far as... Well, then he's wrong. That's kind of where I'm going. Like, I, like I, I do think the Big Twelve is better than the Pac Twelve, but I don't know that it's significantly better. And and I don't I don't even know that I would definitively say that. I'm just saying that off the top of my head quickly. But but I, I really don't know how much of that I believe. I do think it's better. I do think it's better. Yeah. But it it ain't enough better to to scream and shout about it. And you're talking about two two punks at the kids' table when the American conference gets thrown in with the G five all the time, and they're better than both the sons of bitches. So, <laughs> I don't think it's that crazy that Oklahoma could end up going to the Pac-12. Like, if, but if if the Big Ten started trying to recruit LSU or the Big Twelve tried to say we want to get the LSU back, we want the old Southwest conferences back, we want to we want to try to get these teams back in with the Big Twelve. Like, why would I, as an LSU fan, be upset or care about that? Like, that's not a slight on your college. It's not a slight on your school. No. It has nothing to do with that. That means your school's really good and another conference wants you. Yes. 100%. Like, isn't it nice to be wanted by somebody? You would like, think I'm married, so. but if somebody wanted me, it would make me feel good. Yeah. Like, like I don't know how that's a slight. People I just are so thin skinned all the damn I don't, time. I don't, like, I don't Jesus understand Christ, it. man. The, you're, you're trying to argue points with the person, you're trying to argue logic and reasoning. The person's an idiot. Stop doing that. You can't win an argument with an idiot. Yeah, you're probably okay. right about that. I so my my issue here was they're talking about uh, so Brown Yeti. The only reason the Big Twelve is better than the Pac Twelve is because of Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, so if, yeah. if Oklahoma got pulled and became an independent, the Big Twelve is definitively not better than the Pac Twelve. I would 100% agree. Percent agree with that. So, but the reasoning why Oklahoma would leave for the Pac Twelve would only be for a better TV deal and to get yes. out of the shadow Money. of Texas. Like, even though Money. they're winning the conference. And, yeah, and, and to stick it, stick it up Texas's ass. Yeah. Like, I, I he one of his uh, reasons was because of the Oklahoma-Texas rivalry. And I brought up, like, well, A&M and Texas was a really big rivalry as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it, but he, he said A&M and Texas was never what Oklahoma-Texas is. And I, I said, man, oh, I just, I don't know. I think that Oklahoma is a real possibility to go to the big or to the Pac-12 doesn't, because doesn't I think matter. it's going to be, it's going to make a massive media doesn't, rights. Yeah, that's fine. Like if it if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're, we're arguing about something that's, that's, and you're arguing with an idiot. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm I'm giving an opinion on something that may or may not happen, and it's all hypothetical, etc. Yes. I mean, it's. And, and yet, there are still people getting fired up. It's one of the things I love about college football. People get passionate about everything. 
everything. Yeah, but uh, Gary, like passion and morons are two different things. Okay. Okay, I do. I do agree there. Like, yes. like there are there are idiots that just want to fight about stuff. Yes. Okay, that's that. That's not passionate. That's just that guy's a pissed off person. He argues about everything. That's so you're you're talking about a conference wanting your school, and and that somehow set him off. Yeah. Yeah, like I totally get if a Texas fan heard that conversation and heard the horrible shit I said about Texas, <laughs> they would be upset about that. Like that makes sense to me. That I get. That I understand. A BYU they fans were conference would want his school and not be dismissive of his school for their arrogance and and, and pompousness. Then then why isn't it a good thing? I would I, think so. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this: uh, uh, BYU uh, was very happy with your comments about them. Like I, yeah, there were a lot of BYU be. fans this they year. Should, this they stuff should out. be strongly considered. I would, like I said, I'd take a redo on Colorado, and I'd take BYU and the two Oklahoma schools. That's yeah. what I'd want. If I could put, if I was the commissioner of the Pac-12 and I could finagle things, I'd find a way to buy out Colorado and send them back to the Big Twelve. Colorado could take Oklahoma spot. I want then, them over yeah. whatever, and yeah. I want both Oklahoma schools. Yeah, I tend to agree. I think uh, I think they could really sell a media rights package with that. So, hang on. I want to talk about the money thing that we just talked about. Okay. All these SEC teams got the, all this money, right? Like, two of these schools, just all these teams are going to do is just piss it away on buyouts. Like, you said this isn't for football. Well, it's going to go to football. Well, yeah. And it's going to go to buy out your shitty coach. That's what it's going to do. All right? I mean, it's, it's, it's so they had paid a, a metric crap yeah, ton of 20, money to buy out Gazon. 21 Malzahn. million. Uh, 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 South Carolina just paid a bunch of money to to Muschamp to leave. Like yep. the, the the extra 23 million doesn't even cover the buyouts that they just wrote checks for. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. But it's it so re, basically what they're doing is giving them the money for the athletic department because those buyouts are handled by boosters, right? And it's actually okay. written into the contract. So the athletic department is not technically buying out those coaches. It's it's the boosters doing it, but it's all of these other non-revenue sports that they had to pay for anyway, and they're still wanting to maintain their football footprint. So yeah. that's why they're doing it. So it's you know it, there, there was a because of the lack of fans, the lack of uh, uh, concessions, parking, this and that, oh, all yeah, this totally, different all money, the, all the money that's generated by football. Yes, hundred percent, hundred little by basketball. So. Yeah. All of that, and and it, it averaged out to about $40 million per school, and they gave them $23 million of it early. Yeah, it's just, it's just a front. Yeah. That's fine. These schools are going to be fine. They're not going to hurt in any way, shape, form, or fashion. If you're a, an SEC school especially, you're not hurting for money. Did I you, just, did you, you see know. the like Stanford announced that they are reinstating all of those uh, teams that they cut? Yeah. That's a well because of a lawsuit that was filed, uh, basically. Yeah, but I also think they did some math and they realized it really didn't cost them that much money. Like yeah. you're talking about a, an athletic department that spends hundreds of millions of dollars and they bring in large sums of money with football and basketball, and 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 now even women's basketball they made some dough on, and all of these sports cost like a couple hundred grand, maybe a million dollars. Like they could they could have like a spaghetti dinner and, and drum up a million bucks at Stanford. Oh, yes. So I mean, like, their endowment like, is At absurd. some point in time, somebody did pencil to paper and did some math real quick and was like, yeah, we don't, we don't need to cut these sports. This is stupid. Why are we pissing people off when, when these people are going to go on, more than likely be pretty successful in life, and we want them to give money to our school? So – Let's let's bring him back for you know the twenty three grand that it's going to cost to bring Broen back. Yeah, yeah, and well, the same thing happened at uh, at Clemson, right? Um, it, but it was it was lawsuits being filed by well, yeah, those oh, no, teams. These schools had to do it. Yeah, they were forced to. They didn't do it out of the goodwill. But well, but I mean, these they, never they they never went to like a, a you know a court uh, uh, hear like a judge's ruling or anything like that. It all ended up being settled. Uh, like at Clemson. The other sports were coming out and talking about Clemson athletics, like buying football players' cars and stuff like that, which there well, yeah, was no started, definitive. Yeah, they started throwing stuff out there yeah. that Clemson don't want thrown out there. So Clemson was like, no, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Just bring the swim team back. We don't give a shit. Like, yeah, whoa. we're sorry. We're really <laughs> sorry. 
Hey, Brown Who Yeti says said, uh, everybody's cars is going to pay for the swim team, too. There you go. Brown Yeti we said, We need an extra 23000 Frank. He said, what about Boise State for the Pac-12? I, I think no, that's absolutely. Boise State's not the same without Chris Peterson. What they were with Chris Peterson was special. Yes. All right? If you take Boise State out of the Mountain West and you put them in any other conference, I'm talking about Conference USA. I think Conference USA, they have a lot more competition than they got now. And and they're not, they probably still win it, but they're not running away with it. Okay. You know, yeah, you I mean, they don't put them they don't the run American. away. I don't think they stand up at all. Yeah, they don't run away with the uh, the Mountain West as of right now. I'm I'm curious what well, yeah, Andy Avalos right is now, which do. is why they don't help the Pac-12. I don't think at all. I'm just wondering if like I don't know what their brand is worth because what the Pac-12 is looking for is like marquee matchups to be able to sell uh, in their media rights package. Five years ago, when they took on Colorado and um, uh, Utah, oh, crap, Utah, uh, I think I think Boise had a hell of a brand. But today, no. And, it, and if you're, if you're five years ago, I don't, I don't know why I said five years ago. Let, let me ask you this: I got, we got to stop the numbering of these things. Pack ten sounded normal to me because it's all I ever knew my entire life. They changed it to Pack twelve. It took me about three months to adjust, but it at least rolls off the tongue. Pack fourteen sounds stupid. Yes. Well, I mean, like that's why the Big, Big 12 didn't change and the Big 12 didn't change, even though neither one of them have 10 or 12 teams. They didn't change. You, you got to come up with something and you can't go to Pac-14. You got to change your name completely or you just got to stay the Pac-12 because I'm not saying Pac-14. I think that sounds ridiculous. I, I think, I mean, if honestly, if they would have been smarter to just be like the Pacific Coast Conference. Yes. Like, that would have made a lot more sense because then you could just have whatever call yourself number. the Pac. Just say Pac. Yeah, I mean the like we're the SEC the doesn't say we're the SEC, but like it, the SEC like. But the, I, it, 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 SEC doesn't spell anything. Pack, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd just say Pack. So I mean, uh, Pack is is the Pacific Athletic Conference. Yeah. So, so you just drop the number. Yeah, just call it the Pack. Like or yeah, I mean I'd be fine with whatever. Uh, the PAC, you know, like PAC, SEC, whatever. So Chris, did we lose you? It appears we might have lost Chris. Lightning fast internet, and I'm oh, still here. There we go. Okay, you're here now. It it completely froze up, like with your eyes closed, like looked like you were taking a nap during the show. <laughs> uh, Osai two two says Pack fourteen sounds like store in the mall next to Piercing Pagoda. Yeah, I could I, Pack I, fourteen. I don't know what Piercing Pagoda is. I have no idea. Am I that old? Hey, we we might be, man. When's the last time you went to a mall? Mm, it's been a minute. I think it's I think it's been at least two years for me. I went to an outlet mall last summer. Does that count? Maybe. That may, probably not. Well, by by, I went to an outlet mall. I went into a store in an outlet mall. <laughs> like I drove to the outlet mall, but I parked right in front of the store. I went in. I, could, I walked into that store. I walked out of that store and I left. And then went right back to your car. Uh, he and said, I, and then I went home. Like, he said, I "It's been to years an for me too." Mall. I didn't go to. A, I was on vacation. Um, but yeah. Like, I, does that count? I could see it. So, I, I see what he's talking about. Pack 14, if you think, like, Forever 21 um, yeah. or whatever, like, something like that. I could I could totally see that. I'm, I'm <laughs> about to start making jokes that are inappropriate and get me canceled. So, I'm going to stop. We don't, you know what? Maybe it's a good time to end the show. It's been 46 minutes, but I think we're all right. So, <laughs> if I was, if we were still in the late 90s, early 2000s, this was my second freshman year of college, I would have said some really funny, horrible shit just now. Just so everybody knows. So you can think what it is if you want to. You can tweet Chris and, and give him your uh, your ideas of what you thought it might have been. <laughs> Just DM it to him. Don't don't put it out on Twitter. You might get you might get shut down. Oh God. Is there anything else we want to hit on? No. Uh I'm looking at ESPN to see if anything's broken. This is kind of the the dog days and we're not even in June yet. Edelman shot down the uh Bucks rumors. Says yeah, he's no, I not saw coming that. back, and if he did, he would come back for the Patriots. He, uh, he would never play for another coach other than Bill. He said that uh, last week on McAfee's show. Yeah, oh, okay, I don't yeah. listen to that show. Yeah, yeah, just reported it. Yeah, no, he's he's had to come out and and say it multiple times because Gronk, Gronk and Tom Brady have been. Uh, they keep breaking his balls. <laughs> they keep like, oh, you know, he's going to come down here and play with us. He's like, no, guys, like just my stir, knees broke. Just stirring the pot. Uh, hey, somebody wants to know, will Julio be traded? Uh, I saw Derrick Henry has been coming out publicly saying that he wants the Titans to trade for Julio. 
Yeah, but I've seen I've seen a lot of guys. Uh, there's been a lot of people on the Patriots that have done the same thing. Um, the teams that I've seen that are interested in him is you've got the Titans, you've got uh, uh, crap. Patriots, obviously, and then the 49ers I thought was an interesting one. I thought, oh, and, uh, and the Ravens. I think all those teams. The Titans are the only team that I don't think Julio makes them. I think he obviously makes them a lot better, but I don't know that they're going any farther with him or without him. Those other teams, I, I think he takes them to a second level of where they are in the pantheon of what this season looks like. 49ers yeah. and the Ravens especially. Yeah. Yeah, I could, uh, I could believe that. Uh, do you hear the Deshaun Watson stuff that came out this morning? No, I saw that he actually spoke yesterday. Oh, I didn't see. I got see. that alert. I was driving, and then by the time I got home, I couldn't find the uh, notification anymore, and I gave up. I I haven't seen where he spoke. I know that I literally uh, got a notification that said Deshaun speaks for the first time since whatever. Interesting. Now that could have been people asked him. Hey, what's going on? And he says, I can't talk about it. And then they wrote a headline that said Deshaun speaks. That's entirely so. possible. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's not like big news anywhere else. Uh Matt Lombardo from Fansided, uh, he cited multiple conversations with league executives, and there are still three teams that are interested in Deshaun Watson. It's the Raiders, <sighs> the Dolphins, and the football team. I I would oh my God. If he goes to the football team, Gary, I'm going to lose it. You know I already have an NFC championship ticket with them. I know you do. <laughs> what is it, like plus, oh. plus 5,500 or something? Uh, 40. I, it's, I have to look it back up. It's, it's over 4,000, but it's not over 5,000. It, uh, that's a, they're making some money off of you. They got, oh. they got your hold. I don't care. <laughs> they can have it. They can have it. Oh, God. All right. Um, I think that's going to wrap it up. I yeah. think that's going to wrap it up. All right. You guys have been fantastic. Thank you to everybody that jumped in. We certainly appreciate you. You have made the chat much more interesting. And, my God, just like usual, you have helped drive the show. Uh, some of the topics that we, we discuss, not necessarily long topics, but you, you give us different things to think about, and we appreciate you for doing it. So, anytime we go live, if you want to, go ahead and jump in. Share the show out. Tell your friends about it. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button. Make sure you are subscribed everywhere you need to be subscribed. You can find all that stuff at winningcureseverything.com. Also, our college football show, if you have not watched for this week, go find out what the hubbub is about. We talked about the guy from Oklahoma being irritated. We talked about the guys from BYU being happy. Uh, all that good stuff, you can find it at sbrpicks.com slash ncaaf or just sbrpicks on YouTube. Uh, that's going to do it. So, you guys, take care of yourself, take care of each other, and hopefully, hopefully this weekend, all of your tickets cash. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.